Hey, what's up? This is your girl, Jersey, from the Bonds Over Bands podcast. You can find me on Instagram at Jersey is Naked. Or you can find me on Instagram at SlickSaltJ. Hashtag B-O-B podcast. Hashtag Bonds Over Bands. Hey, what's up, guys? It's your girl, Jersey, and this is the Bonds Over Bands podcast. We got a message from one of our friends. Hey, Jersey. Hey, Jay. Um, I just wanted to comment on that last podcast. Um, Why are women angry or black women angry? I hope I have not misquoted the title, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, looking forward to hearing some more podcasts from you guys. I'm happy to know we're catching up, so I'm going to go back and listen to the others that I missed. Um, like the launching, launching because that's the first one I listened to. You know, keep spreading that positive energy. All right, you guys create such a great balance, and I love that camaraderie that you guys have together. Looking forward to more from you. Love you both. like to talk a lot of shit um this is episode 18 is that right episode 18 of the bob podcast and we are back for another one motherfucker hey everyone hey hey how are you i saw the signs yo i know that was a long intro <laughs> but we had to let ari get her shit off ari, yeah, ari, ari got like her whole bag i like her a lot i like i like weird black people and weird black what does that mean because i'm weird too and it's just like sometimes it's really refreshing to find people who are not afraid to be themselves and she is definitely not someone who is um uh, publicly trained mm-hmm. she is who she is and you know i gotta just respect somebody who says you know what when i was a kid i used to eat ants I, so, never, I never ate ants as a kid i mean but she was so real in her truth that was like 
all right, respect, yo. That's something you did, but you're like, not eating them now. Like, 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 like black ants or like fire ants? She didn't describe what was her ant of choice. She just said that she did. Because, you know, fire ants isn't one that'll sting your ass. I don't know what kind of ants she was eating, but I know that she did. And she just has all these really cool stories to be so young. And it's like, it feels like her life is somewhat like... I don't know, somebody wrote it already, and I get, and maybe I kind of, I didn't eat ants when I was a kid, but I kind of see a little bit of myself in her, and then maybe that's why I'm drawn to her a little bit. I never did any of that weird shit when I was young. When I was younger, I did a lot of weird shit, and I think, but you know, and a lot of times people blame that on, you know, being an only child, but I think I was just weird, like, I would no, set but up. No, you hear about, like, kids that eat worms, like, wasn't that, like, a popular movie or something? Or... Eating worms, people who used to, like, um, I think put was a glue book. on their hands and let it dry and then pick it off. I didn't do that either. Wait, I did do that. See, so you're weird? weird. So you're weird. That was weird. I thought that was perfectly normal behavior. It's no, like, it's not. I see what, what happens when the glue dries? You know, people picking it off and yeah. like doing weird. Sh- it's weird. It's not like I was exfoli- that is not was, the use of uh, for the glue. I was exfoliating my skin long before it was a thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. So, That's uh huh. That's right. Oh, so of course we are drinking. We usually do have a drink, and I mean, and some of you have asked, "What are you guys drinking?" So now we're gonna make sure that we tell you every podcast what we're drinking. I actually made up this new tropical. We don't delicious, have a name for it. Delicious drink. It has a but really beautiful fire. color. I'm gonna take a picture of it. I think I'm gonna name it after us. It 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 is the true essence of our marriage in a glass. Is it? Yeah, it's a little sweet, it's a little tangy, it's a little pow, you know? So I've got a lot going on. All right. Anyway. Um, yeah, and there's so, passion fruit in it. There's passion fruit. Okay. So anyway, uh, the purpose of, oh, let's let's get our um, socials and all that off, right? Oh, okay. Don't, um, don't, well, don't actually, we don't have to do it. They heard it at the top of the show, so we're straight. Oh, you, you hit one of them drops? Drop, bitches! So they already know to follow me at SlickTalkJ. On Instagram. Sorry, guys. I'm in the peace. He can't help himself. He's such a hoe. Why well, I be a hoe? You a hoe. You the one out here going on dates. You went on a date yesterday. First of all, I you didn't gonna, go. We're going we to talk all about that. First of all, I didn't go on a date. He did. Went on a date. One little, little date date. They're going to be like, these niggas is in an open marriage. First of all. No, we're not in an open marriage. That way I count because you're not really. Because you're not really explaining it. Yeah, you went on a, a, a okay. date. So let a me. A date with, with, with uh. So let me explain something a bl- a blind, to y'all. A blind date with the before we get into the before we get into the mess of the week, right? So what let is me. The date? I'm going to explain what happened to me. Okay, so let me get into the mess of the, before we get into the mess of the week because you know I know that's um, what y'all come and listen for. But we don't talk about mess. We talk not, about mess we all not, we not chatty. the time. We are chatty patty. But listen, we just having we just have an opinion on stuff that happens, which is mostly. What people do anyway? You are, are Chetisha Patricia. We're 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 uh, commentators. So listen, right. as an adult, and I know most of you guys could agree with this. You know, you have your friends from when you grew up, and then some of them stick around, and then you make some along the way who are not of your childhood. Uh, you know, your adolescent days. You'll make some in your twenties, and then some of them. Uh, stick around but then you get into another place in your life because you keep transitioning well you're supposed to be transitioning as, no as the older friends, that you get no new friends no new friends no no 
So what happens is no new you, French, no new French, no new French, no no. You are distracting me, and I can't get it out. <laughs> you you end up trying to, and especially if you move to like a new place. Mm. So you move to a new place, and you're like, okay, I need to start or out of an old place, or out of an old place. You need to start a new tribe, and I think. In your 30s, it is increasingly hard to make new friends, um, opposed to when you were 20s and uh, your in your school days. Like um, unless was, unless you have like kids or you like really those, active in like. But uh, those kids make it a lot easier because people you go to more functions where there are yeah. more people. You know, your kid might be in karate or your kid might be a soccer kid or, you, or, or something. Or you have like an activity at your like when I play ball. Like I'm cool with most of the people I play ball with. Right, but what I'm saying but is, I'm not is like, them up like, yo, I'm having a barbecue this weekend. Like, you want to come? But that's nah. what I'm saying. So the friendship has because restrictions basketball, because basketball is aggressive. But I'm just saying the you friendship I mean? has restrictions. I can't be throwing them all around the court, handling them any kind of way, and then invite them back to like. I thought that I this portion was about me, but no. he's making it about his basketball skill. You share a podcast. Listen, you asked me what I was doing. Were, were you on the date that you claim I was on? No, I dropped it Okay, so I'm trying to explain, give a little backstory on how these things end up happening and how... Continue. Thank you. And how difficult it is in your 30s to make new friends, especially when you're married. A lot of times people will put their preconceived notions on you about what they think you will or will not do due to your marriage. Mm Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and then if you are able to do things that, you know, they're surprised about, they're like, oh, something must be wrong in that marriage because she could do, you know, whatever. Um, but I, I digress. So I was like, I want to create a new tribe of people. Like, I want to create a new friend circle. I want to meet new people. I mean, I've been living, we've been living out here in the Raleigh area for the last four years and we're going to, we're buying our home here. Like, you know, our our next child will be born here. Our first child was born here. So it's like, we're really, you know, for lack of better words, putting down roots. So we need to find our community. However, that whatever that community looks like. So, um, I'm not going to (laughs) lie. I was like, all right, maybe I need to download an app. It kind of felt like dating a little bit. I was like, maybe I need to download an app. So I was like, what apps can I download that are just for like friends and not for people swiping left or swiping right or trying to like have some type of sexual exchange? Mm-hmm. So I downloaded this one app called Tender Social, but that wasn't what it was. They said in the description is for people looking for friends. Mm-hmm. No, that's not what they was looking for. So I had to immediately delete that one. The world is accessible. It is. That's and the then I here. then I downloaded one called Friendly. So I downloaded Friendly, but you, it was... You on there looking for friendlies? For friends. That's what I was looking for, for fucking friends. And I know this is going to sound crazy. Like, why do you need to download apps to look for... Look, this is the world we're living in. This is 2019. And if you want shit to happen, you got to be serious and you got to be aggressive. So I, I was serious. To go, go to some meetups. And, but I... Okay, I'm not done. I'm not done. So... I went on Friendly. Friendly didn't have really anything. It was like people with old profiles. I just, I don't know. It felt weird. Like, I don't know. They might be rapey. So I I deleted that one too. Then I was like, okay, why don't we go grassroots with this whole situation? Let's go check Eventbrite. Let's check Meetup. And we'll just go spontaneous. Like, we're just going to meet people. I go on Eventbrite. There wasn't anything. It wasn't anything that I was remotely interested in. 
So I was like, okay, I don't well, want to go there. Well, the festival is coming up, so... We, we okay, probably, maybe we'll I'll go there. We'll I'll do that. that. Okay, so then we have it, but that's not here yet. So then I was like, all right, let's... I'm already using Facebook. Let's try Facebook. So I go on Ooh, Facebook. the original friend network. The original friend network, right? So I yeah. go on Facebook, and I go in this room called Meet New People in Raleigh, Right? That makes sense. On the meet that new was app. that was very direct. It was exactly what I typed. <laughs> meet new people in Raleigh. I was like, oh, perfect score. Uh, score swish. That's score. Okay, well, because well, is beatings. Okay, you whatever. So listen, I went in there and I was like, hey, and then no one said anything to me, so I felt bad. I was like. That's awkward. You just hit him with that hey? Yeah, I was just like, I don't know what to do. I don't date it. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't like I was looking for a man. If I was looking for a man, I know exactly what to do. But like friends, that was weird. So I was like, hey, ellipses. You just hit him with the hey? You know, no, like, I put ellipses. Yeah, but I'm saying like like a little bit about yourself. Like, yo, no, what, what, I, you, what you looking for? Like you ain't said no guidelines. No, I just put hey, ellipses. That's a wild post to just be in, in some brand new room. Like... <laughs> Hey, you know how weird that would be if you just walked in a room full of people and just said, hey. Ellips- that would be so weird. Ellipses. The, the, the pause is the ellipses. Yeah, I know. I'm saying if you did that in real life, that would be weird as fuck. Everybody, like, you would be the weird person in that gathering. Would I? But I would hey. probably. <laughs> but you're smiling. But you're smiling. But then nothing. Yeah, I didn't say anything because I was like, hey. And then no one said anything to me. So yeah. I was like, all right. Of course not. Cool. I was like, all right, let's 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 try this thing again. So, of uh, course, I was embarrassed. So I waited a whole week. I was like, maybe everyone will forget. That <laughs> you were the weird bitch. Yeah, that I was like, the weird hey. bitch like, hey, ellipses. <laughs> so I was like, they're going to forget about that. Like, there's going to be tons of posts when I come back. Um, it wasn't. My post was still there. Um, at the top. No, not at the top. It was like the fourth <laughs> one, so I just deleted it. You know, I was like, no one's in here, so hey, no one's gonna see that. So cool. So then I, I was like, let's let's just start over. So I was like, all right, this next one's gonna kill him. I was like, hey, I did it again. Hey, <laughs> does does there any do does you do you guys meet? Like, do you guys meet up? You know? Yeah. Do you meet up? And then I do a gif in there, like. Want to meet up, you know? I was like, that's gonna be exciting, like a GIF, like you know, like I want to meet up. How do you, why do you say GIF and I say GIF? I don't know. So I did it, and then it, it right. worked. It worked because somebody was like, I've been in this room for a long time, and no one's meeting up. And it says meet new people in Raleigh. So I was like, yeah. What's the point of making a group that says meet new people if you're not trying to meet anyone at all? That's weird. So we started talking, and she was like, "Hey, do you work out?" And I was like, "Yeah, I like, I like, I, I go out to the gym, bro. I like, I kill it, bro. Like, I do." And it was getting weird because I was like saying "bro" too much, but that's okay. I was doing it. Mm. So then she was like, "Well, let's go to the gym." And I was like, "Cool." So, but what ended up happening was we didn't get to go to the gym because there was some scheduling conflicts. So we ended up rescheduling for the next day, mm-hmm. and we ended up going to this place called the Big Easy. Very um, popular local. in this area. and Not like um, a local. Yeah, like a local bar. And then um, we had some drinks. We discussed some life stuff. She's really, really cool. 
and we're going to hang out again. She wants to go to Boxcar. But I'm saying all that to say, when you want to meet new friends, you can't expect people, to, they're not going to just show up at your door. And it's the same thing I feel like with relationships. Sometimes you have to be aggressive in order to get and live the life that you want. So that's one. And uh, I, I think my goal is to meet at least three new people a month. I don't know if you need to be aggressive. I think I think what you're saying is you just need to be intentional. No, like, aggressive in the fact of you going and doing it. Yeah. Like, not that you got to be aggressive with the person, but like, I'm saying, hey, yo, you, you want to be my friend, you, bitch? You want my friend, dog? Yeah, no, not like that. Dog. Don't do that. Or, or hey, ellipses. Hey. <laughs> Don't do that either. But, like, you know, learn from me. I, mean, I ride for my nigga, dog. Yeah, like, but you got to be aggressive. Like, you got to really be serious about the life that you want. So, yeah, I was intentional. like, yeah, so I'm like, I'm being aggressive. I want friends. I want to lose more weight. And, you know, I want to have another child. So there's things I have to do. So I was really super proud of myself. For being proactive. For being proactive in the things that I said I wanted to do. Body and shit. Yeah. And then, but but the crazier part was, is that when I went out to the bar, like I'm going to the bar, so you got to dress like you're going to the bar. So I dressed like I'm going to the bar. And then Jay was like, oh, so where you guys going? Because he saw my outfit. And he was like, where are you going? What you mean? I, I didn't say where are you going. I yeah, knew you where did. you going. You're going to Big Easy. Yeah, you did. You're like, oh, and then you wanted to know her car facts. I didn't want to know her car. All right, you trying to paint me like like one of them niggas. Like, I ain't that. He wanted to know where you going. Cause, but no, I didn't think I, it was like I, that. I think you wanted to know. He wanted to know because he was worried about me. I just want to make sure you being all right. You want to make sure I'm okay. But if yeah. I wasn't okay, I, was I would like, call him. Yeah, I was like, all right, public space. You know, public spaces. We I cool. will call you. Yeah. When have cool. I ever not called you? I, I circled around. I, I seen you want to walk in. Like, all right, she's a female. Okay. Ain't no... Um, you circled no, back? No, no catfishing. You circled back? I circled around. You did? Yeah. That's so sweet, honey. I make sure you all right. I love that. Make sure people know I didn't even here. see that. Yeah, pulling the drop, the drop move. I didn't, I didn't even see that. Thank you. Don't worry about that. Thank you. Don't worry about me. I, I know what's what and who's who and okay. where's where. Okay. All right. He met her after too. Yeah. Cool. Jimmy Jam. She seemed cool. She seemed cool. Yeah. Anyway, um, so that was Tiffany's date. We'll see how how the relationship <laughs> continues to blossom. Will Will she get the rose? Will she get the rose? Yeah. Will she? Will, get, she, will she be asked to stay? Will she be asked to stay? <laughs> I don't know. We'll keep you guys updated on me trying to like. I'm I'm really trying to. Uh, I'm, the I'm next a, episode of Tiffany's trying to be social. Yeah, like I'm I'm a very social person. So you know, I, when I was living in New Jersey, um, you know, it was a really big deal for me to have like girls' nights and. Um, I would have these situations where we would all get together, and I mm-hmm. and I really thrive off of the female conversation. I mean, even when we was in Emirates, like we, you know, we we entertain. Like we, we I like to entertain. I think not every month, but like every sixty days, we do like a dinner party, and yeah. we have you know people. It was mostly like people I knew through work and Faisal. My guy Faisal was hi Faisal. A few of those joints. Um, he loves my potatoes, by the way. Basil's an amazing guy. That's my he daughter. does. He loves my potatoes and he likes the way I make cheese. Yeah. Anyway, um, but my <laughs> point, my point is like we did make a, a constant effort and a constant point to invite people in and to to have people in our circle and in our space. Yeah, and I think I wanted my my. And we'll get, we'll get to that. My yeah. my goal in this was to make friends because it's like it's easier to make friends at work, obviously, because you're working with these people all mm-hmm. the time. But I wanted to make friends outside of work because 
I feel that sometimes when you make friends with people at work, and that's not all the time, sometimes you can really find some really amazing people at work. But I think what happens is, is that the work part still spills over into your relationship. Mm -hmm. And if you're on the same team or if you're a a team adjacent, sometimes, you know, the, you don't know what the information that you're sharing is being used to do. Yeah. So, and I'm not saying people are doing like, everyone's like that. No, I'm not, I'm not, you know, um, what's the word I'm looking for, honey? Help me. I'm not, uh, it's, it's all about your expectations. I'm not jaded or anything. Yeah. That's the word. I'm not jaded okay. or anything. I'm just saying that I feel that sometimes it's a more freeing situation when you're making friends with people who don't necessarily work Have with like you. Have like that attachment. Yeah. That, yeah. That, that, that connecting string. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um. I mean, work, work friends are, it's always touchy, right? Because I feel like, and I, I think we, I feel like we've, touched on this comp this um topic in the I think we podcast. touched on friends we talked about friends but I don't think we talked specifically like we did a sprinkling but I don't think we talked specifically about work relationships but we can if yeah. you guys if that's something you guys want to hear we'll get to that. we can do it we'll, we'll, but we'll, we'll I mean we're just depth. lightly yeah you know but I mean my point about it was you know everybody that you meet after I want to say your mid to late 20s serves some type of purpose in right. your life Right, and, and if they're not, it's easily for that relationship to kind of dissolve. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and then with um with people that you work with, it's like a lot of times those relationships are surface level, and it's not that people don't particularly care about what's going on in your life. It's it's everybody has responsibilities. Everybody's here at work to work their job, um, and it sometimes it's difficult to make deeper or more lasting relationships in the workplace um because most of them are very very surface you don't really get into a lot of stuff you keep things like really really political and and on that um towing that line because you don't know if somebody might have an ulterior motive like you just don't know especially if you you know like i said if you're on the same team or maybe team adjacent that you guys could possibly be looking to towards um the same goal. Yeah. And, um, I mean, a, a perfect example of that is, you know, when we were overseas and I had a coworker that I, I worked with who, you know, I'm now like, that's one of my best friends. Yeah, for sure. But at the time it's like, I had to, like, I had to feel it out. Like, Hey right. Bobby. Yeah. That's, that's what we're calling you today. <laughs> All right, cool. Hey Bobby. But, um, we, like we had to, we had to, feel that relationship out yeah and then there was other there was other entities trying to make sure that that relationship never formed exactly exactly and it uh, honestly creating those preconserved notions about the both of you yeah without even having a conversation and honestly like our friendship would have never gotten to where it is now if it wasn't for you and his wife meeting each other developing your own kind of kinship as being you know american women out of the country, not really having a whole lot of people that you can rely on and lean on. And I think that the development of your relationship brought our relationship, like it opened doors. It, it allowed us to have conversations that we were not already having. And um, that led us to, to having a better, or I would say just really a, a friendship period. Yeah. Jay and Bobby were a uh, super ins- instrumental in the uh, process of, 
dealing with those things. I think I think everything happens for a reason in oh, that sure. in that sense. I think we were meant to have that relationship with them and we'll always have that special bond during that transitional time in both of our lives. Um, mm-hmm. you know, although you know, in, in, as far as family structure was concerned, we're vastly different. But it's that the hey, this is hard, you know, yeah. kind of thing is is Ad- was the tie, and and, yeah, and, which were the ties that bind. So we love them very, very much. And then we're also, you know, we we we're generally speaking, we're pretty like minded in yeah. the way that we approach a lot of things and, and things like that. So all, all of that, um, we wouldn't have discovered without. The existence of our both of our wives being over there, you guys starting to spend time together, and then you guys talking about some of the fucked up shit that was the fuck shit that was occurring. First of all, in, in the atmosphere, if and that me, allowed us to. If me and Jay had our way, we probably would have blew that shit up. <laughs> Low key, like she would have, she would have been down for the shits. I know she would have, but like we just we wanted to be. <laughs> we was mad, but when we she wanted says Jay, she's not saying me. She's no, saying, I'm she's talking about his wife Jay. Yeah, his wife Jay. If, if me and Jay had our way, because of the way our brains is set up, um, yeah, we probably would have went down there and fought everybody. Yeah, facts. I believe, but that. uh, you know, I think we had I, we had a very important role to play in that situation. We had. We knew how hard it was out there, so we felt it was our responsibility to make it so easy at home. You know, where that place, that that home was always a place that, you know, they could come and feel comfortable and feel mm-hmm. loved and appreciated. And I and I think that will always be something we have in, uh, common. in, in common and share together. Mm-hmm. And she knows she has a special place in my heart. She's 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 really she's really fun, even though she didn't think. I wanted to hang out with her when she asked me to hang out and she thought I didn't like her, which was not true at all. I'm not that way. I always am looking to meet new people. That mm-hmm. wasn't the situation. But anyway, we... we and we, we talked about that. <laughs> okay. We, we do digress. Um, yeah. Bring, oh, so... Bring it back. The main, the main thing I think we wanted to talk about today was... Um, oh, we, we, we talked a little bit last week about this whole City Boy... Um, hot girl summer yeah debate we did and talk about that but before are you trying to jump into the main thing I mean you got something else yeah actually I do it I and, and this will be really super quick sure Um. so as you guys know or maybe you don't so Little Kim actually has a new reality show coming out Um. and it's called Girls Cruise and on the show, she's going to have Maya, B. Simone's going to be on the show, um, her best friend, Tiffany, which I want to believe Tiffany that... Tiffany Fox? I believe that Tiffany Fox is going to be on the show with her. Okay. Um, and um, there's one other person who I'm missing who's like a bigger name, mm-hmm. but it's going to be some influencers and they're going to be on this cruise boat. I still don't necessarily know what the premise is or what they're going to be doing, but Little Kim is out doing her media rounds for this show. Okay. Because And she also has some new music coming, which makes sense. It's like, you got a reality show, you got new music, you can promote it. It's another medium. So I mm-hmm. get that. However, there has been a little bit of bullshit that's been going on as Little Kim has um, canceled two major press junkets. She, she canceled What Happens Live, um, watch what happens live, which is with um, Lord of Mercy. I can't even think of his name right now, but everybody knows who's on that show, and um, from on Bravo. 
on Bravo. And she also canceled the Today Show. So she went on her Instagram talking about why she canceled these two appearances. Mm -hmm. And apparently she canceled them because when you know when you go and have an interview typically the producers or the showrunner sends you the information prior to you going on the show the, the about question, the, question the questions that they're going to ask or what they're going to ask or what subjects they're going to touch and apparently the subjects general they, questions right. it, it it may not get all the way to like but, line by line but right but, but they're giving you a ju- a gist of what they're going to talk about yeah. so apparently they wanted to still t- it's my I, I'm only reading into what how she was talking. I'm thinking they wanted to get up there and be messy about Nicki Minaj. And Mm -hmm. she was like, that's over. I'm not talking about that girl. I'm here to talk about Girls Cruise and my new album. Yeah. And she was like, she don't feel like these shows was respecting her legend her legend status. On the Today Show? Yeah, on the Today Show, they wanted to be messy and talk about Nicki Minaj and all this other stuff. And she's like, I don't want to talk about Nicki Minaj. And I I don't blame her. Yeah, fact. I don't blame her. Like, why does she need to sit up there and talk about Nicki Minaj? And why is it that every time people see her, they got to ask her about Nicki Minaj? I don't think that's fair. They don't ask Nicki about her every time. They, they don't, her. but they ask Kim every time, right? So they, so yeah. that that part was, and, but people didn't like the fact that she was canceling stuff. And it was like, oh, you know, Kim's messing up her career because she canceled it. And I was like, I don't feel that way. I think Kim is a legend. You got to guard your space and guard your energy. And, and, you're, and your brand. Yeah, Kim's yeah. a legend. And that's cool. And if she don't want to talk about that, and that's what you don't want to get her on the show to talk about, Andy is from Watch What Happens Live. That's his name. Okay. Then why should she have to talk about it? I don't think she should have to talk about it. She the queen bee. She don't got to talk about that shit. And I can't wait to hear the new music. So that's number one. Number two, Wendy uh, Wendy Williams update. So Aunt Wendy got her a boyfriend. Ooh, and he a doctor. So she already coming up because he coming in with his own money. Go ahead, Wendy. I love it. I love Wendy's new single self-behavior, although she's not single. She's in a relationship. But I still love this fun that she's having. It seems like she's able to breathe and that she is reconnecting. She's making men's with people. That hot, she's, hot girl summer. Yeah, she's really having a hot girl summer in her 50s, and I'm here for it. She even was at the Kardashian-Jenner's house, you know, talking to Kanye, made amends with them, and they even made a deal with her and said, look, if you talk about us on the show, just make sure that you call us first, first so we can give you the real tea so that's cool the real tea or the, their, their perspective or their perspective of the tea whatever but she says she's still gonna be her um and lastly asap rocky and his jail is this switzerland that he's jailing sweden sweden he's in jail um you, over you think it's switzerland because we were just talking about switzerland yeah we were talking about switzerland over uh an alleged fight that he may have started or alleged. didn't start start no nah, um i mean i i saw a little pieces of the clip um, of the video that was circulating. Basically, he was out in the streets of Sweden on a late night. It uh, didn't look like it was super late, but, mm-hmm. you know... Um, it was dark. Yeah. Okay. And um, some kids were basically, you know, following behind him, trying to get footage of him, like, get him on, on camera. And he, he was basically like, oh, leave us alone. Mm-hmm. Um, his security was saying, like, go that way, leave us alone. And uh, they pushed, they pushed, they pushed. And, you know, they got tossed. So, um... By him or the security? Him. Why he ain't let the security do it? I don't know. Okay. But regardless, like, I mean, you're in a melee. Things happen. Right. But I think that um, regardless of of how that situation panned out, first thing about that is people, celebrities in particular, should have some rights to their own space. Like, yeah, I get it. You're in the public service. You're in the public eye. 
Um, but you don't always feel like that shit. You don't always feel like being on the spot, being on camera, being in somebody's Instagram and somebody's snap, somebody basically chasing clout off of the things that you built and the things that you've contributed. May I interject? Hmm? Yeah, go, go for it. I think that celebrities should have should have the rights to space all the time. Because even if you're not a celebrity and you're just a normal ass person, you somebody if you've already told somebody multiple times that you don't want that, then that's it. That should be it, yeah. That's it. Like I don't want don't don't do that. Yeah. And and I've respectfully turned around and I've advised you of my comfortability. I said I don't want that. That should have been enough. Not continuously. Like I feel like that's a that was entitlement. You felt because he's a celebrity and maybe you bought something or maybe you you know you did something, you know that that could have um contributed to his success that he owes you. No, and, and I, and, I and they don't owe you anything. And I and I and and, and now that was different from the experience I had with Jadakiss. Jadakiss was rude to me. And I was like, oh, hey, Jadakiss, we came so far to see you. And I'm, yeah. I'm a fucking kid. And I'm like, I'm so excited. And he was clearly sell- uh, uh, signing autographs. Yes. And, yeah. But then told me he had a fucking pen. Yeah. Like, I was like some, like, hoe or some shit. And I was like, oh, no, you got the wrong one, bitch. I'm from across the river, and I'm going to tell you about yourself. But that's either there. But, I, you know, that's neither here or there. But... It's if he already told him, if they already said politely a few times, I don't want you doing that, then you should be respecting. Because, I, I mean, how many times does it take, how many times is it until it's harassment? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, at this point, if somebody and, and, said... And, and the kids, they didn't face anything. And that's crazy to me. It's like, yeah. this person has told you multiple times, you stop doing that. And you're doing it still. And at the end of the day, like, for a fight... That's crazy. I think it's crazy. Yeah. Um, but that's what happened. And this is what people need to realize. When you leave the United States, it's exactly that. But even in the United States, like even in the United States, there's situations like that that occur. No, they do. But what I'm yeah. saying is, is that when we moved abroad and we lived in those various areas of, oh, you of the tread, world, you, tread carefully. you have to tread lightly because... It's their house. You are no longer home. You yeah. do not have access to the resources that you did in the United States. That is not the United States. Yeah, the United like, States is the United States, and that's there. Like, oh, due process. I mean, like, a lot of these things are enforced by, by like, the UN and things like that. But um, to a degree, uh, to a large degree, all of these countries are autonomous, right? Mm-hmm. They have their own... You know they're they're sovereign. They have their own, their own rules, their own way of doing things. Mm-hmm. And you, as a traveler, as a guest, as a visitor, do need to be aware yeah. of what those things are and tread carefully. Yeah. Don't like. I mean, and I'm not saying that to to try to put this on ASAP because I still think it's fucked up the extent that it has gone to. Um, but as an artist in particular, like you got to be aware of where the fuck you at and what's going on. I mean, that reminds me of that, that situation with that kid, um, the DJ that was traveling with Future and ended up getting arrested in Dubai for like 90 days or something like that for right. for a little bit of weed because he was coming from Amsterdam. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, you got to like, it ain't your, it ain't entirely your fault, but some of that is on you because you got to know where the fuck you at and where yes, you going. And you can't do. And, and how to move. You can't move like you do here at home. And I'm not saying that that kind of thing doesn't happen at home, but because it does. But you can't do what. Like to, to get help. 
when you in another country, you got to get like your ambassadors, like you got to get people involved because you're no longer on their land. You're not on on your homeland. Yeah, you're like, somewhere it, else. It, it's it's way more complex. It's way more complicated. Um, so I mean, I, at the end of the day, I wish the best for him. Yeah, I um, hope it works out. I know there was a a huge uh, debate backlash on the internet, and you know you had a lot of your your your, your woke your woke brothers and sisters um, that basically felt like or feel like oh because ASAP you know had said comments in the past you know that he doesn't really identify with um, the black, black people struggle and uh-huh. black people's experience and uh, Black Lives Matter and. I mean, he ain't say fuck Ferguson, but he, you know, he he could have, he might as well. Uh huh. And people feel like, oh well, he ain't fuck with us, so or he doesn't identify with our experience. So how, like, why do we need to now rally, rally around, around him? Uh-huh. And my answer to that is, this shit is fucked up. No matter who what, it is. yeah, no matter who it is, and no matter what he said in the past, that doesn't mean like his past transgressions, and even if he comes out tomorrow and it's still like fuck black lives matter fuck all that shit that shit don't equate to me like we gotta stop having these wild expectations of everybody else you can only maintain that expectation for yourself that's fact hold your own moral code and live by that it's kind of the same thing as like with the chris brown situation and him saying about dark-skinned women Mm -hmm. it's the same thing it's like we have to stop expecting that level of validation and camaraderie from people who just are not socially educated yeah that's just really what it comes down to like yeah like that doesn't give asap rocky a pass for saying shit that's no but being in another country being in their legal system yeah. or dealing but with their legal system is, a, is vastly different from being here in um, the United States and dealing with it. It's fucked up. It's crazy. And nobody deserves to be in that situation. And I would say that for anybody. I would say that for uh, ASAP Rocky, if Kendrick Lamar was over there and got hemmed up, I would say the same thing for him. Uh, it, it doesn't matter what that person has said or done. It's about do they deserve what's come to them and i and i don't i don't feel that anybody deserves that treatment over a street fight me neither over over a little bit of brawl me like neither. whatever like yo slap a fine on them i you shouldn't have hit the kid boom here take you know give us 30 grand and go home give us 50 grand go home that's crazy you know what i mean well, so um, so i mean we like we we wish him the best of luck and hopefully he can rise above this situation and even possibly possibly learn something that's yeah. all we have to wish for people in their experiences is that they learn and that they walk better or they, they learn something and it's you know but if they don't it may take another experience and um charlamagne will, will say all the time charlamagne god uh he says without malcolm little there is no or without detroit red there is no malcolm x right detroit red was who he was before he got incarcerated. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he was a, a thief, a pimp. Like, he did all these terrible things in his life and through all of those experiences evolved into the community leader mm-hmm. and pillar who Malcolm X was. And it's like, yo, you got to give chance. You got to people, you got to give people the opportunity, the space and the chance to, to grow, grow yeah. to learn from their mistakes. And who knows what kind of contributions that man may make down the line. Who knows? But we have to find out. But um, as 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 of today, we just wish him the best in his legal, um, That's right. his legal proceedings. Yeah, I don't rant too long on that. I know. I know. Yeah, but, uh, just I, a I, feel a, I feel a way, and I feel like anybody that 
Um, Are we ever going to get to the main subject? Anybody that wishes ill on that man because of what he said is a piece of shit. Well, I mean, and we can now transition. Okay, I'm sorry. Are you sure? You sure? Yeah. Okay. I'm good. All right. Just want to make sure. Piece of shit. All right. Cool. So, um, this was a really cool thing. Well, not cool, but like it made a cool topic. So, um, I don't even know what the topic is. Well, (laughs) well, I like to call it an emotional loan. Um, so, and I know you like, I know people are listening, like what the hell is an emotional loan? Okay. So I was online and I saw that this, this, um, meme was trending Mm -hmm. and this is how the conversation that you and I started to have when we're in the car. Cause this is honestly how we get all of our material to come and have and and it'd be hard as hell not to have a conversation about it in the car because we're talking about it and we might like it might be good and then you don't get to hear it so so this is the situation this is the meme that i'm talking about the husband is to pay the mortgage bigger house household bills and the wife should make sure the home and children are well attended and kept intact all of these new school rules of where 50-50 and splitting bills is complete nonsense. No real man is going to have you splitting bills. How can a man be the head of the house, head of his house when he's not leading? And that and the only men who would complain about this are the ones who are not financially stable. Should your husband fall on hard times, a wife should be able and willing to pick up the pieces. But if he's the head, he needs to com- he needs to be the complete head. Let's argue. So when I, I was, I don't think we gonna argue. I think I think we like. You know, no, we, we're, we're, we, we've our, demonstrated through our, the way that we live our lives and share our joint checking accounts that we don't give a fuck about what that post is talking about. First of all, I don't really f- like I feel like we talk about because people have asked us, um, do you guys share the same checking account? I was like, yeah, we do. I think it's really weird when you're a married couple and you're out at dinner talking about who got this. Yeah, that's. Like we've been out with people, that's but like, I guess they feel. I mean, like, to play oh, you, you covering it or to, am I? to play devil's advocate, they probably feel that way about us. Like, how the hell are you guys just mixing money like that? But I feel like logically, because I'm a very logical person and a very analytical person, I'm like, it doesn't matter where the money is sitting; it's all going to the same place. Because, and then I'm like, okay, so what if I can't pay, like, if we, let's, let's, to be clear, like, let's say if we were living that way, and you say, okay, Tiffany, you gotta pay the cable, you gotta pay the, um, the car insurance, and you gotta pay the light bill. Okay, oh, so, oh, what, what if, okay, but let's say if that was, like, our life, and I was like, alright, well, my check, oh, my check short, because I ain't go to work, I got sick, or I ain't have enough time, or I lost an hour or two, and I'm, I can't pay the light bill, so, is the lights gonna go out? <laughs> like I'm just trying to figure out like in those situations like how or is it that you say okay I'm gonna kick in but you owe me like how does that work yo next month you got you got the whole rent right yeah like it's crazy you got like the whole rent, right son it's, it's insane so uh, you know I don't know how people I mean if so, you're one of those people who do that please comment down below in the comment section and let me know like what is the how do you handle that? After I rip their ass, they ain't gonna comment. Okay, maybe not. <laughs> uh, so, Yo, so like, all right. So, so I, I think that there's um, a line, right? So, right. And I think the line has to do with going from a long term relationship 
to a marriage. Mm-hmm. If you are in a long-term relationship and you are not married, mm-hmm. then yes, it might be a great idea to keep things like finances separate. Mm-hmm. Um because it makes things more complicated, right? If you're, you know, you if you're in a long-term relationship, not that I'm wishing bad on anybody in a long-term relationship, but it's much easier to go your separate ways. Mm-hmm. And when you do go your separate ways, then it's like it it's it comes really really messy in terms of Separating how do things. we decouple these mm-hmm. expenses, mm-hmm. right? Um I think that if you are sharing space with each other, mm-hmm. whether you're married or whether you're um you know just in a long-term relationship, it should be fair. Mm-hmm. Whatever like whatever the relationship. I'm not saying it's got to be 50-50. Because, you know, the woman might make 80 grand um, a year and the guy might make 30 grand a year. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she in that situation is more capable of taking on a larger share of some of those responsibilities than he is. Mm -hmm. Right. It it might be a struggle for him to pay the rent in a place that they want to live, whereas it might not really be that big of a deal for her. Mm -hmm. So in those situations, it's like. Y'all got to have a conversation with each other and y'all got to agree on whatever it's going to be. You know, I'm glad that you use that analogy because it also brings me to the the this place of where people are using, like when I said an emotional loan. Mm-hmm. So you don't even know that you're going into a contract where you've borrowed something. Right. So and I say all that to say, like, when you look at this meme and we just carefully dissect it, it says that the husband needs to pay the mortgage and the bigger house bills while the wife should make sure that the house and the children are attended to and kept intact. So. The wife has entered a contract of an emotional loan that she has no idea that she's in. Because this doesn't, it just, this meme advises that the father or the husband doesn't have to be emotional or be involved or even invest in his family because he's paying the mortgage and the bigger bills. And the emotional investment has to come from the wife and her taking care of those kids Mm -hmm. and essentially taking care of him emotionally therefore creating a space of serenity uh, a, a clean home and well-kept children so you don't stress and then because this person is making more money than you you assume that that is what entitles them to serve you mm. right so you're in this you are in a loan you are in a long-term loan like and then if you don't do what this if you or in, if you don't do this, you're in breach. That's right. No, that's not marriage. <laughs> it's not marriage. Just to let everyone know. That's not even like a, a fair and equitable. That's not marriage. Um, relationship. Because you know why? Here, here's 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 it here it is. I know women who specifically date guys who are shit because they feel like they can control the outcome, and usually the outcome is shit. Because the guy is shit and they don't want to date anybody who's evenly yoked because that means that they would have some sort of say in how and and, and and it's all about control. 
Mm-hmm. Marriage is not about control. As much as people like to talk about that, like we were going to have a polyamorous slash monogamous relationship conversation, which we're going to do. Because, you know, they like to say that monogamy and people who are in monogamous relationships like to thrive on the sense of control. No, it's not about control. It's about establishing, it is about establishing tolerances that the both of you can live harmoniously in. And there's rules to every relationship, even the polyamorous ones, even the free relationship, even the open relationship, or the monogamous relationship, and the polyamorous relationship. There are things and guidelines that are put in place for those relationships to work, which is no different than a monogamous one. Okay? It's, so it's, just, it's, it's about partnership. Just and to be I, clear. I think circling back around to your original. And those rules are not always, and those rules do not always stay the same. The more the relationship grows, the rules, either some rules get we're, dropped we're, off. We're not having that conversation. No, now. I'm just saying we are having that conversation because this is what this is. The, that people are in these emotional loans that they don't even know that they signed up for because sometimes the rules change. Maybe you were the person who paid all the bigger bills, but maybe you fall down or maybe you get hurt or maybe there's something that happens in your life where you're not able to provide in the way that you were. So then what? Well, I think part of the, the whole problem with that, like kind of approach to things is uh, if you, if you're not, if I, as your spouse am not pouring into you and supporting you in your career goals and um, reflecting the same way that you support me well, and help me grow is to be cleaning your house and take care of your children. Whatever. I'm saying if I'm not supporting you in that, it's like when things do go south on my end, you're not going to be in the position to to really help right. because you spent your entire time focused on the house and the children and it's like, "All right, now we're fucked up." Mm-hmm. But if we are if we have a partnership mindset and you're um, actively involved in what's going on with our finances and you know what are the things that we're investing in and you know how are things looking on our, our first home that we're getting ready to purchase. And if, if you're actively involved, it's like I could go away for a month and I can come back and things will still be moving forward. Yeah, because, because we, we've been sharing information. Sharing information, pooling resources, um, and, and just moving together as a team and as a unit. And and know. I don't understand how that makes, that's a reflection on, in that, that 50-50 thing. I don't know how that makes a, you less of a, not you specifically, but just saying men. How does that make a man less than? Because he, he chooses to go into a relationship where he's pooling and sharing information so if something like that was to happen that the wife would be in a position to keep things going as was okay this is what he was doing i don't think it is i don't think it's a problem i i I think that um and and i i get where some of that or some of that imagery is coming from because i mean you and, and to your point earlier about you know some some dude just don't got it. And some females don't got it. Mm-hmm. They not about shit. They not trying to move forward in life. They're not trying to grow. They're not trying to evolve. If you find yourself saddled to somebody that's like that, and that's not what you signed up for, and that's not what you're looking for in particular out of, out of your relationship, then you need to move on. Well, the other part is, so I'm glad you said that, people need to understand that 
their product, the product of their environment is due to their own selection. Yeah. It doesn't matter how the product was presented you, you to you. You made that bed. You chose that. Yeah. And that does not necessarily mean that your selections, is your, your selections. Is that, is that your king? Right. Your selections do not, do not, I repeat, do not, exp, it's not explanatory for everybody. It's not a blanket statement. It's your selection. Yeah, you so dated you, a bad dude. You with that guy and he not doing right. And then now you, you're putting your expectations on him that you want him to lead the household and you want him to do this, that, and the third. But that ain't who you chose. No, it's not. You chose, you know, I'm not going to. Whatever you you chose somebody that that is not built for that is right. not cut from that cloth. It's almost like to me, and to to just simplify it, it's like hiring a person whose skill set is of a novice to do an expert level job. Yeah. It's not going to happen, and it's not to say they can't be taught because you might find someone who's like, I don't care about nothing, I don't want to do nothing, I don't want to be nothing, but then they may get. With someone who who inspires they in, inspires and unlocks their potential, that does happen. Yeah, but not all the time. But, but especially, I feel, but I feel like I feel like even in that situation, though, like you've got to see something there. But I'm saying, especially when you are the one who are, who is providing those resources where they don't have to do anything. Yeah, if you are creating comfortability in every area of the relationship. Why would they want to be anything different? Word. They, if, if, and I mean, I, I know it's stereotypical, but if, if a dude could just stay in the house and play video games all day and the rent's going to continue to be paid and the bills is going to be paid and they don't really got to do nothing, if that's okay for that person, then they're going to live in that. Right. They and then when you asking them for that. more, they're going to be like, what's wrong with you? Yeah, what's up? Like, oh, you 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 wilding? You, you, you acting brand new right now? Yeah, you bugging? Like, why well, can't play two K? Go 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 down and pay the PSCNG bill. <laughs> Fix your face. Go pay the PSCNG bill. And, and the internet and the internet slow, so you need to call them too because I was trying to trying to play PS4 and I can't get in contact with my friends. That's wild. a real story. Yeah, that's wild. That's a real story. That's wild. But the, on the flip side is like, all right, a lot of people will take that message that's encoded within that meme and they'll look at it like, oh, well, women only want to fuck with a dude that's on, with a dude that's already making money, with a dude that's already this, already that, and already the third. Um, and I, I think the question then is like, all right, how is that different from being a gold digger? And I think it's very different. I think I think that a gold digger... It, and it's really it's really difficult and really hard to define, but I don't think there's anything wrong with having expectations of where you want to go in life. First of all, making those expectations clear and then pursuing those expectations and all, those dreams and those visions with a person that you're invested psst. in or invested in. Hey, hey, y'all. They got words for women who look for a specific dude who can take care of them, but there's a whole, ain't nothing more... Uh, and a nigga don't, uh, and a nigga who ain't got nowhere to stay don't want you more than who ain't got no job. I'm trying to tell you, and those niggas exist, and they don't, there's no name for them. 
There's none. There's no, they're not gold diggers, but yet they do the same thing. They are looking for women who can provide for them, which is the same shit as a gold digger. But there is no negative connotation to a man who ain't got no damn job, who looking for you to move in. Like he's staying with his mom. He's sleeping on the couch. He's in his same childhood room, got the same posters up on the wall. He's been in the same bed for 20 X years, but now he didn't found you you got your shit together you're working down to whatever making your money and they like yeah i got a good girl i'm about to move in with her and this shit happens all the time and you go and you think you inherited a boyfriend and you got a child you got a whole child you got a whole child so i just don't like that context as if women are the only people who go out looking and seeking these opportunities when there's a whole bunch, a whole bunch of dudes who will take advantage of females who got a little bit or ahead of them in a, in a way where they taking care of themselves and be asking them for money all the time. So I don't like this term gold digger. I'm a gold digger. For real? You know what? First of all, I am not prepared for any of that. I'm not. <laughs> but th- <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Those are the kind of guys. You know what, Jay? <laughs> we are we are not a racist podcast. But to be clear, <laughs> there is a lot of. Yeah, I know I ain't segue that at all. My no. bad. And I wasn't prepared, <laughs> but there are a lot of guys who do that. And, you know, and you find it. And I mean, it, obviously, this is a joke, a meme, <laughs> but you do find a lot of those girls who are like, and it's a heavy set white girl who is taking care of a bum ass black dude. And, they be, and then they'll be the same chicks who be on uh, Instagram or whatever talking about. Yeah, that's why they like us better. And they don't want no black girl because she be running her mouth. No, it's because we're not going to take care of them. And that's okay. They're the black guys we don't even want. So it's fine. You can have them, sis. It's good. But I'm just saying that dudes do the same thing. And I don't think that there's anything wrong with women having a preference in regards to what kind of person they want to align themselves with emotionally and financially. And I was told that I was a gold digger most of my life. And I'm like, I don't really understand me wanting someone who's educated or who wants things for themselves. It has nothing to do with the benefit of me. I just want someone who is equally ambitious. Well, if you was a gold digger, you you found the wrong one. Because I ain't had no money when we met. No, you didn't. You had, you had, I mean, you were taking care of yourself and you were goal orientated, but you were, I mean, you were in your late twenties and you were still trying to figure it out. And a lot of us still are trying to figure it out. There's some of us who just realize what we want to be. I've always been ambitious. I've always been determined. I've always had a, a go getter mindset. And but that's that's my point. It's like but when I met you, though, you, you took the you took a shot on that. Like, all right. But when I met you, though, the things that we we had very similar upbringings, mm-hmm. we had very similar uh, educational experiences. Mm-hmm. We had, you know, there was a lot of parallels in our lives and that allowed the relationship to develop. Mm-hmm. Because we you, it wasn't that you it wasn't that you didn't have anything. You had a lot and you knew where you wanted to go. And sometimes you just meet people in specific stages 
Now, if I would have met you at this stage in your life, you know, to me, that mind was still there from 11 years ago. It's still the same mind. It's just the opportunity is different. You were always going to seek the opportunity. You never, you never, even then, you never was like, oh, I want you to do, you know, like trying to manipulate a situation for me to do something for you. You was like, nah, I can handle it. I got, I can take care of myself. And not to say that that's how every dude should be, because you should always, you know, not be afraid to ask for help or, you know, to to re- rely on your resources. But Jay was very much self-made, even from the beginning. I didn't have to make him anything. Now, I did help him realize his potential and that what he was doing at the time, not to say it was beneath him because it wasn't, but that his that he needed to be exposed much more for the hard work that he had been putting in. That's all I did. But who he was and what he was doing and what his goals were were always his goals. That never changed. I was just the one like, yeah, you could do that shit. I know you can. That was me. You could do that. I believe it. I believe you can do whatever you want to do. That was my job. So, um, and I, I guess we got to put a, a, a cap or a, a, a pin in, in this whole, this this meme. Um, I think it's bullshit. It is bullshit. I, th- I think that um, anybody that is going into a marriage, and again, I, with, with the meme specific about whether it's a Well, it's a husband, so I'm, I'm assuming it's marriage. All right, so if you're if Even you're though some people a, do call them their long-term relationships. For sure. Husband, For sure, so. but I, I don't think that anybody should go into a marriage expecting anything less than 50-50. And now how that 50-50 looks can be it's very... It's different for it, everybody. It's different for every relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It 50-50 does not mean specifically or strictly finances. I feel like people should be able to ask for what they want. And even if it's something that the person can't do right away... It should be something that should be considered. Mm-hmm. You should always, you should be in a relationship where the communication between the two of you is always of consideration. That's it fact. shouldn't be anything you should, you should not be able, you should, there's nothing you shouldn't be able to bring to your partner. Regardless yeah. of what stage are you in, whether that's just a boyfriend, girlfriend, whether that's you being engaged or you being married or you saying, I want to be married and I just want to be in a lifelong partnership with you. And this is how I want to, this is how I want to combine our life. The the other part about that that's really problematic for me is, um, particularly as a, a black man, like you have so many black men that feel like we're under this um, this tremendous and intense pressure from society, from family, from all of these different angles, mm-hmm. and to not feel like you can share some of that burden with the partner that you've chosen for the rest of your life has got to be, like, incredibly um, undermining and incredibly frustrating. I, 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 I couldn't imagine it. Um, and I think that from that perspective, whoever is adopting that mindset of, no, my husband has to X, Y, Z in the third, um, they're not really considering the emotional um, toll and the, the mental distress that they could be putting on that person who now feels like they're responsible for holding up the world um, without the support of their of their mate, of their partner. Um, and I mean, that, that reminds me, I, you know, I, I, uh, obviously I don't want to get any names, but, you know, you had a friend that, you know, many years ago, um, husband had a little bit of a snap and, you know, went out and 
performed some criminal acts uh, with the intention of saving his family and, you know, protecting them from uh, financial ruin. And, you know, those decisions that he made in that moment ultimately brought more ruin and more it destruction did. It to, did. to and, his and it still is to this day. And I just don't... He, it's just unfortunate because, you know, that whole situation is unfortunate. And, and we're not getting I, into that. We're not going to get into it. But, I mean, that whole situation is unfortunate. And there was definitely a lot of missed opportunities in well, that in that situation and, for communication and to, like, allow each other that space to, whether it was right or wrong in the eyes of you or you and I or anybody else, that conversation was owed to the both of them at that time. Mm-hmm. And it just never happened. It was just like, oh, I'm just going to act like I can do everything. And it's just not right. Yeah. And that's why I, we, I, and I believe we kind of say this on every podcast that, you know, communication with your partner is so key to everything and, and understanding what their dreams and hopes and aspirations are. So you can help in the process of attaining them, not, not doing it for them, helping them attain it. So, you know, but you won't know that unless you have a conversation and I don't feel that the onus of the happiness of you or the onus of the stability of you should be on one person. That's ridiculous. That's crazy. You already had a parent to parent you for your, between your time of, of being a newborn Mm -hmm. and a young adult, your husband, your wife is not your parent. They're your partner. It starts with a P, but it's not the same word. That's a fact. So that's it. You you realize that we didn't touch on Jermaine Dupree, Ari Lennox at all. And we say it's with it. Oh, okay. Well, we we got we got like three <laughs> three four minutes. Basically, Jermaine Dupree. <laughs> oh, my bad. His so if you podcast. if you if you uh if you made it this far in the podcast, just comment down below, Jermaine I, Dupree. I literally thought that was gonna be the entire subject of this podcast. No, we then, we wrote it down. I didn't see that. Anyway. Yeah. Well, anyway, so Jermaine <laughs> Dupree went on um, Sister Circle and he said that all female rap today is basically about stripper music. Yeah. And he didn't really have anything nice to say. I'm not going to say nice. He was just like super indifferent. It wasn't a praise and it wasn't like a slight. It was just like he probably had nothing. And people were really pissed off about his retort in regards to the the, the uh, stage that female rap is in today. And then he referenced the brat being the first female hip hop artist to go platinum, which is true. But at the same time, in the 90s, when Functified came out, the music industry for hip-hop specifically was becoming more um, household name. And when you had other MCs back then prior to Debrett, like um, Queen Latifah, Moni Love, MC Light, um, Roxanne Shante, people like that, they, you know, hip-hop was still super underground. And they were getting their money specifically from our communities. And it wasn't a situation where people understood that this was a product and something that could be sold mm-hmm. until around the time DeBrat came out and it was more, these deals were becoming more lucrative and, and so you're, in you're, say, you're saying that was basically a, per, a perfect storm of yes. time and opportunity. Yes, it was mm-hmm. because at that time when the, in the nineties, mid nineties and really, you know, when Diddy came, Diddy was like really kind of turning the corner for hip hop at that time to really make it a big, big, business he he bought the glitz and the glamour to Diddy, the hip-hop community Shug. yes they made that commercial 
Yeah. And because it wasn't I mean, before. The West, West Coast wasn't as commercial, but it was. They Puff, they went commercial. Puff made that a, a he bought that light. Made it a show. Yeah. And it was not like that before. You weren't you weren't really getting a lot of hip hop artists on on stations like MTV. You mm. were that's why all of our music was kind of centralized to BET. Mm. That's why we were all watching that because that's where you would find the hip hop where they would just play our music really, really late at night. Because you know, when they were saying we want our MTV, they meant we want our music, alternative rock music for white people. That's right. And I'm not saying that I don't like it because I love some, don't get me wrong, I will rock out to some Blind Melon in one second. And if you don't know what that is, go look it up because I'm not here for you to to, to school you, but it's, it's dope. Look it up, no rain. So but my, I'm just saying, you know, that, so, was their, that was their channel. And we had our own channel, which is Segregation, low-key. And I lived through that. I would say it was Congregation, more than it Segregation. Was, it was Segregation. Michael Jackson was the first black artist to ever be played on MTV. Yeah. That's crazy. That's true. In the 80s. Yeah. We true. were born. Yeah. You were born when Thriller was out. But MTV launched in what, 70? MTV launched like a top of the 80s. Top of the 80s? Yes. Okay. Because so, the when the first video, there was video. So there was before, all white videos but, for like a couple years. But and the then. first video that ever played on MTV was Video Killed the Radio Star. Mm-hmm. Which was a trash ass video. But the song was pretty dope. Yeah. All right. Um. Yeah. So, just to really quick to circle back to to my thoughts on the Jermaine Dupree thing, I I think that it is, um, I think it comes off away when you are judging what the content is. Because I mean, it, it, to your point, it's one of the conversations that we had in the car. Hip hop has always been about storytelling and telling experiences or sharing experiences that are familiar and unique to you. And when you hear Jermaine Dupree come out and say something like that, you automatically look at who's at the top of the game as far as female rappers. And it's like, oh, he's talking shit about Cardi. He's yes. talking shit about Meg Thee Stallion. And the City he, Girls. And he's talking shit about the City Girls because these are like the top three charting artists. Right, who, are um, talk, who, are, who have been commercialized. Yeah. But then you have other hip-hop artists like Rhapsody and Tierra Whack and you have um oh god i i haven't listened to any tiara whack but really I, i'm a huge fan of rhapsody rhapsody is actually from um she's from right here in north carolina and i've been listening to her like for at least three or four years now and you have um, all of them and yeah. but you don't but they're not commercialized in the way of like cardi b and then it, it seems really out of touch because then you know jermaine dupree was cir- circled back around a couple days later like oh yeah i'm about to start the female cypher yeah he's and, starting a cypher yeah i'm gonna you know i'm gonna, gonna find i'm gonna find a a, a a artist that's really out here hustling and and this that and the third it's like no like there's tons of people that are out here getting to it you're not paying attention you're not in touch right that's the problem right the problem is you're not in tune with what rap is today right and i feel like rap has always been transitional yeah i mean it's gone through so many different phases rap went through at one point rap was just about partying and Mm -hmm. feel good music and then after it went from partying to feel good music then it went to a very it took a very political turn it took a turn of where we need to be happy about being black and celebrating our roots and 
going back to Africa and understanding that wearing our hair natural is such a, you know, is, is a beautiful thing and wearing medallions and, you know, really having, and, and I kind of feel and, like and, that's and, where we're coming back full circle to. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, we had gangster rap and that was really popular for a while. And then after gangster rap, we had, you know, drug rap. And, and, but don't forget, like, all while all of this was happening, all of these different forms of rap music have continued to exist. Like, there's still artists out, out there that are very political, that are uh, very inspired by Dead Prez and very inspired by Nas. And, yeah, uh, you have and that. And, but I feel like that all of that stuff came in mm-hmm. waves. Yes. You had all these different waves of hip-hop artists that came out where it was like, yo, we got to be talking about this socially conscious shit because that's what people want to hear. Yeah. Or we got, and, but then it, it went full circle again. After socially conscious stuff, it went to drugs and, you know, gang music, gangster rap. And then after that, it was right back around to partying lighthearted uh you know but just ne- this time we mixed in you know women mm-hmm. really talking about women like how many you had what what strippers were there all kinds of shit and now i kind of feel like those strippers who we was taught who they were talking about in those songs are now making songs and it's cool and it's cool it's fucking cool because they're i feel like hip-hop on uh, in, in its uh, in itself was always a vehicle that allowed people to rap and express their own truth. And if that's Meg the Stallion's truth, and that's the City Girl's truth, and that's Cardi B's truth, they are what hip-hop is. Yeah. That is just and, telling and, um, stories. I, I saw Cardi posted a little video talking about, you know, yo, uh, everybody want to hear songs about my pussy, so I'm going to talk about my pussy. And you know, and she was like, it. "Because it's my best friend." Yeah, and, and everybody's <laughs> pussy should be their best friend. Like you should be treating that shit. You should be taking her out. You should be washing her. You should be going to get her checked on every every uh year, making sure she's good, making sure she's in good working right. condition. You make sure you should be you should be drinking your water hose. Don't be like the city girls and not drinking no water. Just because it's made with water doesn't mean it has that that it is water. You need to be drinking your water, and make sure she's flushed and that she smells perfect. I, I thought it was great that Cardi also took that time to, to shout shine out line and not only did she shout, out, shout them out she tagged them yeah and told her her fans yo go follow these people go listen to these people yeah these these women are women that are out here killing it um and they're, they're not con- talking about their pussy their content is different from hers she said and they're not talking about their pussy yeah but so, she said but i'm gonna keep still talking about my pussy though <laughs> <laughs> i mean why could why shouldn't she so i i wish all of y'all, you know, to have a very hot girl summer. Um, enjoy your life. Don't let anybody place their uh, their their ideas of what's normal on your life. Because people love to do that shit. Yeah, like don't don't allow others to judge you. Live your life. Live your life. Live your life. I if be you, living if you mine. Wanna be, if you want to be like Lala, you want to be out here having your hot girl summer. Talking about, hey, you don't need a nigga for shit. Well, that's your shit. That's your shit right now. And be, I mean, be off, be off. Like whatever your shit is, be off your shit. That's it. I mean, I, I was there for a little while. I mean, sometimes you get mad. You like, I don't want to deal with this shit because all I keep getting is fuck niggas. Yeah. And I'm tired of y'all. Even though you don't, you're not really ready to accept that you allowed the fuckness into your life, but you want to be mad. It's stages. Selection. Yes, you don't want that part. Is the hardest part. People don't you want made some to fucked up choices. live. I, I heard that interview with with Changa. You made some fucked up choices. I made some choices. Yeah, you made some good choices though. I mean, listen, I felt like all I mean, those, namely me. All, I mean, you're the best. All those choices I made 
from the time I started dating until the time I got married were most definitely a reflection of how I felt about myself. When I first started dating Don P, he was a really good guy. He was, it was amazing. He treated me like I was a queen. He did in my family. He took care of my mother. He did everything, everything. He was, it was great. But you know what? Because I, even though I was loving myself and I was feeling good about myself, I still didn't feel I was worthy of myself. So then I just started dating fucked up after that. Mm. And I didn't really start getting my shit back until I went back to college. And I really feel like it was because of my own level of depression. Like I was depressed. I wasn't, I felt like I wasn't, I, I felt like I wasn't, in the places or in the circles of the people who I should have been in. Mm. And instead of fixing it... That's a big part of it. Yeah, and instead of fixing it, I was just like, well, it's not my fault. It's not my my fault. My grandfather, when I was young, he used to always tell me, watch the company you keep. Mm -hmm. And, like, that shit sounds so basic. Like, yo, grandpa, like, what are you talking about? Like, that shit (laughs) is basic as hell. What do you mean, watch the company I keep? Yo, that shit is real It is fuck. so real. It is. And, and you know, I people, was... people complicate it today. Like, oh, yeah, you know, your five closest people is the people. No, just watch the company you keep. Yeah. Watch watch the energy that you allow into your life. And really watch. And this is, I'm going to leave y'all with this. Since Jay, Jay really helped us with the with the, with the this full circle of us closing this, this podcast out. We know you need to watch. Watch the people when something good happens to you. Mm-hmm. Watch them real hard. Look at the reactions that you get. Observe. Observe them. That when something good happens to you. That does, that does not benefit them. That doesn't benefit anybody but you. See how they really show up that, that, and that, shine yeah, that, for that, you. That shows you who, who fucks with you. See, see, see what how they if they just so people, matter people, of fact. People also go like, oh yeah, you know the hard times show you who's that. No, the good times. show no, you No, it's the a good times. Too. It's the good time because yeah. the hard times make people feel good. Real talk. Especially they not fucking with you like that. Oh, she, oh, she, oh, she suffering. Or, and, or, or it makes sometimes them feel it, it, it sets them up to be a up. support for you yeah. as well. Like, oh, I, right, you know, they got to lean on me. Yeah. Boom, I could, you know, like, all right, you could take advantage of that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you got to, you just got to observe people. And I'm not saying that to be cynical. Um, I, I think that relationships are great. I think that you should rely on people for things but you should also um be aware that everybody's got a motive everybody's got an angle everybody's got something that they're 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 seeking looking for or seeking Mm -hmm. and you need to be aware of it and understand what it is and adjust your expectations accordingly i couldn't have said it better myself yeah um we are a little bit over yeah so and uh, we appreciate you rocking with us for for An hour and, and almost twenty minutes. Yeah, an hour and a quarter. That's cool. And a quarter. That's cool. Um, anyway, this has been another episode of the Bob Podcast. I think we're just gonna cut you short. Yeah, and you're and gonna have to get more content on the next upload. Yeah, and then, which will be next Tuesday. Next Tuesday, we'll be back full effect next Tuesday. And please, guys, leave us voice leave us voice messages. Yo, we, we gonna really... be speaking Japanese by next Tuesday. Let's okay. Maybe that'll help us start taking our lessons. All right, no, we're not. All right, let me, let we me will back. have me, one Japanese word. Yo, speaking. Of, yo, do you know I used to go mata, to mata 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 mata? Yeah, is that more? 
Yeah, or is it more? Is that more? Yeah. Enough? Is that more? Mata mata. Is that more? I don't know. Hey, anybody who speaks Japanese who listens to us, ask, leave in the comments below, is mata mata more or is it less? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, we'll see you guys next Tuesday. It's been a joy. This is the B.O.B. Podcast. Um, Listen at episode the end of the... Episode 18. Episode 18 and listen for the end of the podcast to know where we are on the social medias and follow us Yo, at hashtag bond doing over bands. Drops. We mad oh, lazy. please leave us, leave us voicemail. Leave us voice oh, you notes. you insert uh, some voice notes, don't you? I do. So I, I think I have one. So please leave us voice notes so we can put you in the show. Yeah. Um, and also, like, feel free to go on, like, and just leave a comment. Yeah, leave know, a comment Apple, and, and leave us a rating. Spotify. Come on. Like, yeah, be like, yo, like, yo, I fucks with them. Yeah, that's you know it. I mean? Just let people know, like, yo, you fucks with us. Yeah, that's it. You could just write that. Us. You could just write that. Yo, I fucks with them. I fucks with them. Yeah, we appreciate that. Yeah. Um, We're out yeah. now. We bye bye. Okay. Bye, bye guys. Bye. bye motherfucker. This is the Barnes Over Bands podcast with Josie and Slick Talk J. If you would like to be featured on the Bonds Over Bands podcast, please leave us a voice note via Instagram or you can leave us a voice message right here on the Anchor platform.